What's up, man? Um, like a thousand. Good- I was gonna ask. Um, you seen any good movies lately? I've been. Um, I'll tell you what, I watching Ozark, the TV series. That's, That's good. Whole thing, yeah. Dude, Jason Bateman. I didn't realize he was that good of an actor. I was like, <laughs> I really had no idea because I mean, everyone see- says that, man. This, kid, dude, this guy's been acting since he was a kid, man. I know, yeah. but I only see him in like these like sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, and like you can tell when someone's a good actor, you know. Uh, I consider him a real actor. Uh, somebody might say, "What do you mean, real actor?" Uh, you know, there's like uh, he's like a trained actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, is he? He must. I mean, I guess he's been acting since was since he was a kid. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's still taking classes like Leslie Kahn? <laughs> Dude, um, <laughs> I always think about. Right, remember we've had people in our act in, in our like improv classes and shit, like you know, famous people that pop in. So um, yeah, kind of funny, dude. Um, I've heard of stories of people like having private acting coaches. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, man, I don't understand that. Like, um, I guess to get into like the nuances of something, dude. Like, if you're the lead in a fucking movie and. Um, I guess you got like 120 fucking pages. Let's say you're in pretty much every scene. Uh, then I guess it helps to have somebody kind of go through all the moments and make sure you're fucking consistent and you're whatever. But um, that's the director's job, man, um, at the end of the day. Um, but I guess you want to do your homework. Um, the thing I don't like about it is like uh, with coaches and stuff, like um, it's just somebody else telling you what to do um sort of what we were talking about last week is like you know people read scripts and they say oh i should uh you know it would be good if you did this or i i don't really care man like just yeah do it yourself write your own script um yeah um gary shandling who i loved um he was in class with the person before who's ivana chubnick is that her name ivana chubnick yeah she's a big so person before her in her studio named Roy something. I forget his last name, but he was like an esteemed acting guy. And so Gary Shandling studied under him and he brought him to the Larry Sanders show. Cause I heard Gary Shandling talk about it in his TV archives interview. So he had him be there on set. And then he actually had him direct episodes of the show. And then when he died, that Roy, I forget the last name. I should, I should know his last name. When he died, uh, Gary Schelling was like, I debated stopping the show because he's like, I didn't want to continue the show without. Like, that's how much of an influence uh, he had. Holy shit, his name. Uh, yeah. Yeah, do my acting teachers and stuff, like the people I started with. Uh, Roy London. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's important to have somebody from the outset. Um, whether that's acting or um, just, uh, you know, I remember, um, uh, not only remember this now, man, uh, but I remember when I was in like fourth grade and stuff, I had a teacher that was really encouraging about writing and stuff. And uh, I never took it seriously because I was a kid. I'm like, ah, dude, I, you fuck it. I'm not going to be a writer. I'm going to be, you know, whatever. You're fucking president of the United States, you know, some nonsense. But um, I have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be fucking. You when know, you were like, podcast from my living room um but what i realized later is like how important like 
um it's not just about like people influencing you and stuff like you really got to take it in too like uh i wasn't ready for it back then so i didn't really take it in but like um uh i'm i'm glad that she tried to do that and tried to encourage me and uh, i wish i would have been more open and receptive to it um now i'm more receptive to stuff did you have like a teacher that that was like uh kind of pushing you uh out here to LA and shit you went to, you were in New York no but I, I did have uh writing teachers like um I did do well for like writing in school so like I had teachers like read my papers out loud I remember I one of the creative um creative writing class almost and he was very encouraging and then I went to film school I had this one teacher there who was very encouraging for my comedy films like it was extremely encouraging. In fact, I still go back when I go to New York, I get lunch with him sometimes and he's like retired and he's like 80 something years old now. But, you know, all these little things, you wonder if maybe there is like a plan in the universe. Cause like, it's so, why would I have these people in my life to just push me in a direction and give you encouragement? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's sort of why I like, I try to, you know, do that, man. Like, um, I was talking to my brother about this, like, um, I mean, he's like more uh, um, kind of impatient with things, dude. Like, uh, he's, uh, I mean, I, I used to teach a studio for fucking um, and, you know, around that time is like when I what really, is studio for you know, say what it is studio for. So studio for is fucking, you know, James Franco's uh, was James Franco's fucking now defunct school. And, um, um, you know, there was a lot of good uh, teachers and stuff there. Um who, uh, you know, who I came up with and stuff, you know, like when I first started acting, um, you know, one of my main teachers at Sean Barnes, uh, he was the creative director there at, at, um, at Studio Four. So he, he was like, dude, um, I know your work. Um, and I think you have a lot to kind of teach, like if you want to teach and uh, dude, I, I was afraid to do it, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, let me give it a shot. And first it was just ego. It was like, ah, dude, I'm the teacher and I can tell you what to do. But uh, as I fucking saw these people come in, um, you know, like in their 20s and stuff, just moving here from out of town, wanting to get some insight. I was like, dude, I have some responsibility here. Like, uh, um, that's how I approach it. I said, I have some responsibility to get these people on the right track. And um, um, I can't guide them the whole way, but I can tell them, um, you know, go down this path and try this and do this and whatever. But um, uh it, um, some teachers are you know squander that dude like you know some teachers right. just uh um i think it becomes an ego thing and they just tell you what you know they would do you know um i had this one teacher dude um like uh in college i used to get pretty good grades in writing class too and um but i had no intentions of being a writer but I, I, you know just writing essays i used to do pretty well and this one teacher fucking um um she uh, you no, know, she gave me like a, I don't know, like a C or something on this essay, which was like the lowest fucking grade I've ever gotten. And so I'm, um, you know, talking to her after class and she's like, yeah, you know, the problem is, is like, um, it, um, your sentences are too choppy or something, right? Like, you know, commas and this, that. And uh, so I'm like, uh, I don't understand. Like, is there, is there anything wrong with the information and stuff? She's like, no, but like, it's just too choppy. And like, so I was like, okay, so there's nothing wrong with the information, uh, the essay, you know, met the standards of the essay, but she's like, yeah, it's too choppy. And she wouldn't tell me how to fix it. So that's not a real teacher. Like, dude, like, right. 
I'm like a 19 year old kid. Like you, you fucking tell me how to fix it, dude. You know, you know, say, Hey, you know, uh, you don't need this comma. Cause this, you know, sentence is better if it flows without any interruption, whatever it is, dude. Like, uh, you know, you're a fucking teacher, dude, at a college, man, like get a grip, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, dude, it's, a. Uh, It's important. I don't know how important it is now, dude. I don't know what the fuck they're teaching in class now. Nonsense. Uh, well, in college, I remember I had this one teacher, and he was from like, like he was some, some European guy from the Middle East. I see he's from some country, dude. Like, and he was so strict, man, with punctuation and grammar. I learned so much from this guy, dude. And everyone hated him because, like, literally, if you missed like a comma, like he would drop your point like 10 points or something. It was ridiculous. And, but, I literally learned like grammar in college. Like I should have learned this and I went to a pretty good, I went to a decent party. <laughs> like I didn't know any of this stuff. Like, like the way he just drilled it in. And I was like, man, I don't know if it was like a European way of teaching or something, but like, I mean, I, I almost appreciate that now. In rep I'm not like a great grammar guy now even, but I just learned a lot. I'm saying, you know, from teachers can have a huge influence on you. Dude, not to talk about this. I obviously people are going to find this boring, but I don't care. But like, um, Uh, grammar doesn't really matter anymore. Um, and mm -hmm. I was actually just talking to, um, uh, uh, I was texting a friend about this today. Uh, so, uh, you know, we live in an age where people um, write all the time, dude, like, because you got to yeah. send emails and you got to send text. And so, yeah. um, so there's certain rules of grammar that just have gotten dropped because of that, because on text, like, like I'm not going to write, hey, comma, what's up? Like, it's just a question mark. Like, who needs that, dude? Like, yeah. so um, that's obviously probably for these young people it's probably moving over into their fucking you know papers and essays and stuff um so so i imagine teachers are having a hard time trying to instill the basics in people because we know the rules so we can break them but um must be fucking torture to be a teacher now <laughs> that's a funny premise like you, you people are incorporating emojis now into basic grammar because <laughs> that's part of a lexicon like lol and stupid smiley faces and stuff Dude, actually, yeah, you're right because the wrong place. It. Yeah, it's on the computer. Yeah. Um, you ever teach like how not to pull a trigger? What do you mean by that Alec Baldwin? <laughs> He's getting charged for a crime. Dude, like wonder why they waited so long, man. What's your stance on that as an actor? Is he is he uh I don't think like dude, uh you I don't all know the dynamics in trouble. I don't know the dynamics of that case, but I will tell you this, dude. Uh, I did an episode of uh Uh, CSI Cyber, fucking, I don't know, what it was, uh, five, six years ago, and um, I, I had to get shot. Um, I was the fucking, you know, the criminal at the end, you know, the reveal, and then I get shot. They put squigs, uh, squibs on me, which, uh, you know, for people who don't know, it's a, uh, you know, little fucking, um, um, a little kind of like paint pellet things that you kind of glue on that are remote controlled. So when you get shot, you go pow, pow, like they pop, you know, the guy can remotely pop them. So I had squibs on me and shit. And then fucking, uh, you know, this guy, um, uh, there's a, you know, coordinator, there's a stunt coordinator guy. And uh, he comes up and um, so somebody's supposed to be pointing the gun at me. But um, even though uh, I'm having the gun pointed at me, this guy was doing it to everybody in the scene. He comes up, you know, shows you the gun. He says, look, okay, here's the thing. You know, he takes the chamber out. He's like, look, there's no bullet in here. This, that, he puts it in. And then he fires it like 10 times on the ground. And then he blah, blah, blah. And then he asked me, 
are you okay? Like, are you okay to proceed? And he's yeah. like, you know, you can hold it. He's like, if you want to hold it. So I held the gun and I'm like, yeah, let me, you know, fire it 10 times. Cause I need to know, you know, maybe on the 11th one, it's fucking coming out. So I would fire it 10 times and shit. And, uh, and then they gave it to the guy and then same thing, but um, all that stuff happened. So if that stuff didn't happen on this thing, then it's, it's that guy's fault. The guy who's fucking, yeah. it's hundred percent his fault. Like, but um, me as the actor, um, like there's no rule that says I need to fire it 10 times to make sure there's no bullet in there. I just wanted to do it because I'm a, I'm a scared guy. Um, Alec Baldwin should have been a scared person and fired it 10 times on the ground, you know, just to know if there's a bullet in there. So uh, I, to me, it's the people involved's fault. But if something happened in between that, which I think probably did that we don't know about, uh, dude, then yeah. Um, I mean, it's called the armorer. If I'm not, that's like the the word for the person. Like I was just reading actually about um, um, the Twilight Zone movie with John Landis. That's the name of it. There was a movie that John Landis was directing, and there was a scene where they're in a helicopter, and the the explosive it goes over this explosive. Yeah, the thing went off too early, and like the rotor fell off, and the copter flipped over. Yeah. And the actor got decapitated and two kids died or something. So John Landis, who's an esteemed director, Blues Brothers, whatever, like went on trial with, you know, and he actually, I think he got cleared of manslaughter, but still it's like, dude, like you should not, two kids and an actor were killed and it changed, you know, movie safety. Yet still people, people still die at Brandon Lee, uh, this chick on the, the set. I mean, people continue to, get hurt i mean look this is going to set a precedence for like uh you know set behavior like uh in the sense of this okay so let's say that you are in a scene with me and like nerf guns now it's like to like stupid guns now <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah yeah dude now it has to be like plastic guns dude now you're gonna see guns that like dude, you'll see like mission impossible and the guys uh hey you know fucking pointing a gun it's got the red fucking right. tape on it, dude gonna believe <laughs> no but like but um um, the precedence in the sense that if I'm an actor in the scene and I'm doing a scene with you and let's say it's something physical and I'm supposed to throw you through a glass window. Right. Um, but the glass window is um, uh, the, um, you know, the sugar glass, whatever they use. Right. They use, uh, you know, glasses made out of these sugar particles, I think, that just smashes. Uh, what? So now I got to check to make sure that the glass is fucking not real glass. Like what's happening, dude. Right. Like, so now I got to go, well, I got to check. And then, you know, and then if this guy dies and he cuts himself, it's like, well, you should have, you, you're the one that threw him in. Like, dude, I'm just doing my job, man. Like, yeah. so, uh, so like, uh, is he at fault? Uh, I mean, you know, maybe 10, 20%. Right. But like, uh, does it deserve manslaughter? I mean, I don't know, man. That's just—I don't know, dude. I—I um, I do understand. I mean, you've been on set more than I have, but the few times I've been on real sets, you're trying to get to the shot. You're—you're you're running out of light. Da da da. There's only things moving. You just want to get the shot in. Like I did that episode of Grim, right? And there was a scene at the end where like I was a monster and I turned back into a human at the end. I'm like all dizzy and I fall in this pit from where this scene and I fall. And uh, there was like a padding there. Right. And there was a stunt guy who was going to do the stunt. And I was like, oh, I can do this. No problem. And it was like in like a, a real hole in, in the ground. And I was, I'll do it. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no problem. I was like, 
I was like, I know, you know I don't know, like tumble from jujitsu stuff. I was like, I can do this, no problem. So I did it, dude, right? The stunt. And dude, I swear to God, I must have like not did it right. And like, I missed like the edge of like the wall with like rocks, but like, they're like, like maybe like a half a foot, maybe like this much. And I was like, holy shit. Like that could have been super bad. <laughs> like, and they should not have let me done that stunt in retrospect. Like, I don't know why they let me. I guess the stunt guy was like, yeah, okay, no problem. He's not going to mess this up. But somehow I did mess it up because I'm not a stunt guy. So, you know, little things like that, that could be a big deal, right? Um, and unfortunately, no one cares if you're paralyzed. Life goes on. Yeah, dude, right? So, like, um, it's yeah, there are accidents, right? Like, the things that you're kind of describing are accidents, right? Like, the fucking, uh, I mean, well, I guess this is an accident, too. I, I don't know, right? Like, but fucking um yeah we just don't know what happened in between man like you know that's all i'm saying is like but uh i just find it really hard to put the pieces together that that he did something in between being given the gun and doing the scene like i just so what it right like so what is it so uh, so they're saying that somebody gave him the gun after it's been checked and there's no live rounds in it and he took the gun and then, uh, you know, while they're fucking, you know, checking the fucking uh, the thing and, you know, putting the marks on the ground, he snuck a real bullet in there. And then he's like, ah, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to kill somebody. Well, is he is he on going to be on trial for killing her or for because he's the producer of the movie for not being responsible for the gun? Yeah, dude. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know anything about the case. You're absolutely right. Um, maybe that's it. Right. Um I think it was just a involuntary manslaughter. Like that's the charges. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Like it could be because he's producer and yeah, there was negligence on the production. Um, that's a stretch too, man. It's like, dude. Um, I did see know, a clip with the DA, the DA interview. And she goes, cause I guess he said he didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. And she goes, he definitely pulled the trigger. There's no way the gun would discharge. Like the gun just went off on its own. Yeah. Like kind of hard to believe, but the way he says it, the, he got such an amazing actor. Like you would think like, like the gun just flew into his hand and went off. Like he's, yeah. these actors, man, they can sell anything, dude. Like yeah. they're so great in these high pressure <laughs> interviews. And Yeah. Like the Johnny Depp trial. I don't know if you saw, I, I saw a bunch of clips online, like when they were doing that, uh, Oh, he dude, must be amazing, right? What, what dude, he was so good on the stand, dude. This guy was like fucking, this guy was a G, dude. I've never like, tasted alcohol in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. See, here's the thing, man. Is like, he was honest, right? So he's honest. Um, so that's he, how you can... an actress. She's an actress, too. Like, they're both esteemed. Yeah, actors. but she's a terrible actress. So that yeah. was the difference. Is like, she couldn't... So, so you can be honest about certain things and then you lay in lies and then you're honest about things right that's how fucking you know society works dude that's how the best liars work right that's how you know you watch these shows like american greed that's how they work dude it comes from a standpoint of like uh um you know you say a bunch of things that are truthful then you sneak in a, a quick lie then you say things that are truthful um so i have no doubt that that's what you know alec baldwin was doing when he's being interviewed and stuff but the lie is too big i didn't pull the trigger like come on dude the lie can't be that big the lie has got to be fed out right it's got to be drip fed um and you know that's what johnny depp was good at um i'm sure he said some things that weren't 100 percent truthful but um amber heard is just a bad liar like you know and a bad actress <laughs> I would imagine that 
Alec Baldwin's lawyer advised him to say stuff. Like you cannot even say you pulled the trigger. Like don't even like start from zero. Don't give them anything. Like just yeah. say deny everything. And because maybe they expect they're getting charged. And they were like, if you get charged, don't give them any proof. I used to pull the trigger. They have to fight for every little inch. That's a good point. Is, no. I'm assuming. No, no, that's a good point, actually, because 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 now they have to prove that he pulled the trigger right. and then connect the crime. Whereas if he pulled the trigger, he's already, um, you know, maybe I don't know anything about the legal uh, ease shit. But like, yeah, maybe by him saying I pulled the trigger. um um yeah there's already like some sort of intent or whatever yeah, right 25 percent there already but they don't they don't have to prove yeah yeah it's a good point dude can you so so um i have friends that are like are just so ballsy dude like when you um so so for example you know like red light cameras right like i don't know if, if everyone has them in every state but um uh so here in california too we have like red light cameras where if you uh you know cross the intersection with a red light uh there's cameras that fucking take pictures of you from all angles inside the car and shit and um a lot of times the footage comes out grainy you know you can't tell um but um you know they have your license number and then you get a check uh you get a um um a fucking a ticket in the mail right and um I have friends that like will go argue that in court, right? So they'll go to court and they'll say, yeah, dude, that wasn't me. And then, dude, you have like the fucking whoever's doing it, right? I don't know, the fucking prosecutor guy. He's like, yeah, dude, it's it's clearly you. Well, for, uh, first of all, it's your car. And then they say, and we're looking at the picture right here and it's you. But do my friends got balls of steel and they're like, well, no, it's not me. You can't prove it's me, right? Like you can't go back to time and prove that's me. Like, you know, I let my friend borrow it. And they're like, well, who's your friend? Um, yeah, he's guy, you know, and he took off. And so they have these elaborate lies. Um, like uh, I can never lie like that, dude. Like it, it's so funny you say that. So my friend, uh, somebody crashed into his house drunk, right? Comedian friend, I opened for in Florida. And, uh, I just want to get it cause it's like an ongoing case. So, uh, the guy got out and my friend, you know, saw him get out and, he stumbled away and he was like drunk. He was like, I know he was drunk. I was like, you should have tackled him. He was like, I don't want to get involved. My my wife and kids in the house. Da, da, da. So I was like, well, you have his car, right? So I called him. I was like, well, did they prosecute the guy? He's like, no. He said that somebody took his car. I was like, what? That is ridiculous. Like he crashed into your house. And he's like, I don't know, man. I don't want to get involved. I'm letting the police handle this. But I was like, this makes no sense to me. Like you saw the guy. He's, his car is in your garage, like, you know, smashed your house and and he's just denying it. You can just say, I was, that wasn't me. That makes, I mean, I can't even understand that, but apparently that's a thing in law. You can just say, it wasn't me. Absolutely, dude. So, uh, so same thing with DUIs. You know, people say like, um, if you get pulled over and the cop asks, I grew a mustache. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> you put the, you... I have glasses now. You put the nose and the mustache glasses on. But like when people um, you get pulled over for like a DUI, right? Like you do the sobriety test. And if you, you fail the sobriety test, they can ask for a breathalyzer. So you can say no on the breathalyzer. Um, but if you do, uh, that's bad, dude. That like um, uh, they could prosecute for the uh, you know, prosecute you just for that, for saying no and whatever. So it adds to charges. So basically um, um, there's uh so you would think that every person would just say okay fine give me the breathalyzer but there's people that say well look dude um 
I'm not going to take the breathalyzer and I know you're going to prosecute me for the breathalyzer and stuff, but you can never prove again what my blood alcohol content was at this moment. So uh, I just have, so these people have balls of steel. So that guy that walked away uh, from that thing said uh, in his mind, he's thinking, okay, oh, I mean, he was drunk. So he's probably not thinking anything, but, but, uh, but some of these criminals think in a way like, Okay, fine. You could prove that my car was there and my car crashed into you. And by all reasonable suspicions, we can prove that it was probably me driving. But that's a lot of shit to prove now. And you know what? I'm going to make it hard on you. So go ahead and prove it. And uh, I wish I had fucking... Yeah, I keep saying ball. I just wish I had fucking the confidence to fucking do that but uh, i just crumble immediately i just say oh it was me dude and uh uh you know not not if you had amazing lawyer i mean look at i mean oj simpson dude like was driving in a bronco was gonna kill himself i mean so much things were stacked against him and yet he still fought it and he was you know um it was innocent so you what believe in that? um what do you think about the american legal system <laughs> it's such a, a broad question but i'm kind of curious i never asked I mean, I, I don't think it's perfect, but I do think I do think it's uh, amazing in the sense of, I mean, that guy who just killed those four students. I mean, oh, yeah, they, yeah. Dude, this guy, like, they tracked his DNA, right? And they knew. And it was amazing. I mean, this is more of the police work. but they And the police were getting reamed because they hadn't caught the guy, but they were just building a case so they can arrest him. And they just stayed silent. And then they arrested him eventually, but they had all this evidence now stacked. But it's amazing now what you can find, DNA, evidence, I mean, cameras. This isn't 1920, you can rob a bank and like be on the run. Like there is nowhere in America you can hide, I feel. Like there's just too much. There's too much uh, technology, too much science. It's uh, it's very hard, I feel, to uh, pull a crime off. Um, so if you're wondering. I watch these, um, you know, true crime things. I watch like forensic files a lot and uh, listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and stuff. And uh, um, so, you know, the reason I was asking about like the criminal system, I mean, I mean just the justice system, the legal system in general is, uh, dude, some of these people get wrongly confu- uh, um, uh, convicted and yeah, and it's crazy, man. They'll play like the, the interrogation footage and stuff, you know, like this guy will be released like 20 years later and they'll, you know, play the interrogation footage. And dude, it's so sad to watch it's just, some of these corrupt cops just yeah. fucking dude, like it's terrifying. So that's what I'm saying is like, um, um, you know, we're both Indian. Um, I was, a, a, you know, born in India. So like, uh, you know, lived, I don't know, down there for about seven years. I've been back a lot, but um, whenever I'm back there, like in countries like that, you know, you see such a big difference is like somebody could just grab you there off the street, uh, say that, you know, some cop could just say uh, he punched me and then just throw you in fucking jail. And then the whole dude, like you think in the village, like that, you know, the judge in the village is going to side with you. No, he's going to side with the cop. It's just like, dude, and, you, and you're done, man. So like uh, it's scary, man, like uh, the legal system. um yeah if you don't have the right lawyer the right things um i don't know um i'm just glad we're in america where it's uh uh probably at the higher rung of uh things yeah or i mean just touring in the middle east and stuff seeing like the horrific punishments they dole out to 
like you get cut shop like they chop off your hands or something like like this stuff happens Yeah, dude, I don't know. You know, people always say that. Does that really happen there, dude? I don't fucking know. I do remember there was this place called Chop Chop Square in in Riyadh, Saudi, when I was there, and uh, they basically execute you with a sword or something, you know, in public. Like these things do still happen. Um, I mean, look at what the guy MIB did or convict allegedly did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That journalist Khashoggi, like they just chopped him up, like. There's a brutality, man, of uh, I don't want to blame it on other countries, but just that's, those, those are the facts. I guess America's brutal, too, in a sense, but at least uh, there's some compassion, you know, in death penalty. Dude, so, I mean, I hate to speak, uh, you know, ill of the guy because he's you know, dead, man. But like, um, from what I know, is like he didn't have to go back to that country. Like, <laughs> so that's well, what I well, he went to Turkey, though, right? Isn't that where he went? No, no, no. He went back to the country. Uh, um, I don't know. I guess uh, um, from what I remember, he went back to the country that like, you know, that was after him that he was, you know, hated at. And then he went into the embassy there. Um, and oh, dude, then I think I, I think he went to another country. Yeah. The American embassy, in another country. And they flew in. I don't think he's that nuts to go back. To the no, dude, it wasn't the American embassy. It was like. The embassy of some of, of some of this country, you know, UAE or whatever the fuck it. Yeah. It can't be, dude. If it's the American embassy, anyway, dude, we're just spreading misinformation on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, New Jersey. Uh, but but okay, okay. So um, I um, from what I remember, I do. Know... You're right. He was. He, there's no way he was in the American embassy. <laughs> that makes no, yeah. no sense. No, no, yeah, yeah. So he's not in the American embassy, but he did go uh, to this country where where they told where. Lots of people told him, do not go there. Like, yeah. don't go to this country or whatever. And then uh, he had to go to get something. Okay, fine. I, I don't know. So uh, so he went. Um, and then yeah, that's what happened. And then um, uh, there was this other guy, dude, uh, you know, this Navali guy or something. Um, there was an airplane. I don't know if you remember, like, a few years back, the, you know, the airplane got, you know, rerouted to Belarus because uh, this guy was on there or something like that. Um, uh, and same thing. Uh a lot of these people think they're untouchable i guess that's all i'm getting at like um this navali guy went back to russia and he's like oh dude uh, i'm gonna dude I, I don't know any of these countries now i could be wrong on anything but uh but this guy went back to some place that he's like oh dude if they're gonna get me let them get me and these people turn into like braveheart dude like i'm not fucking braveheart dude if somebody says don't go here because you're gonna get killed i go thank you for the advice later uh, I looked it up. It was uh, Turkey and it was the Saudi embassy. So yeah, he went back to the, but it's like, that's their embassy. It's like their home court. You know, it's like a building in, you know, in. Yeah. They can do whatever they told them happens. not to go in there. Like, well, why are you, I mean, I don't know. It's like, um, you know, obviously I'm not for that. Gaddafi, you know, like when um, um, Libya, what the fucking country? Yeah, dude, we're so, everything we've said is so 100% wrong. I've so much dumber since I've been in Florida. Hold on, I gotta look at something. <gasps> yeah, Libya. Yeah, anyways. So when um, so when the country was overrun, um, they were like, dude, you gotta get out of here. And he's like, no way, I'm gonna fight. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna have to like kill me. And then like, they literally, these guys literally overthrew the government and he's trying to get the hell out of there. And dude, they like, like bombed the shit out of his car. They dragged him out. 
like tortured yeah. him, tortured his sons. I'm like, dude, again, I'm not for Gaddafi at all, but I was like, why would you get the hell out of there, man? You know you're a criminal. Yeah. You know they're gonna kill you. Yeah. Um, people say this stuff all the time, man. Uh, I have this argument. So let's forget about these people in general, dude. Uh, um, you know, because I don't want to fuck. You know, they have families and shit, so it's fucked up to you know to talk. You know, you know, blame them for being murdered, right? Because they I was got killed by the Saudi government. So I love Saudi. Uh, <laughs> I love MIB. Yeah, yeah, no, forever. Uh, but it's this false sense of like um, people. Uh, um, you know, really think like, dude. Um, um, I'd rather die. Uh, you know, like a hero and this and that than to fucking you live as a coward. Uh. I don't think so, dude. I think it's better to live as a coward. Like, um, I think your wife would want you to live as a coward, dude. Like, if you, like, your kids probably want you to live as a coward. And the thing is, is if you're living and you fucking, um, you know, make money uh, and, uh, you know, get to a higher level of fucking, um, you know, you grow your influence um, and, and uh, you know, you get higher and higher. Maybe you become a billionaire like Elon Musk. Then then you can make the changes that you want, you know, like instead of saying, oh, I want to change the Libyan government, I'm going to go in there and boom, you know, in like 10 seconds, you're going to get shot. Well, dude, uh, you can, you know, become president of the United States. Uh, you know, you could live, become president of the United States and then have some peacekeeping mission in fucking Libya. That's the way to change it. Not by just saying, I'm going to go there and they're, you know, they're not going to touch me. It's nonsense to me. Well, I think again, I'm not some political, you know, strategist here, but a lot of these guys came to power through violence. Uh, there's a reason to call it Colonel Gaddafi because he he led the you know the army, the rebellion army to overthrow the government. Like same with like um, Saddam Hussein stuff like that. So when their government is being overthrown, for some reason they think you know that's violence is going to keep them in power, yeah. and it sort of backfires. But yeah, if you if you don't come from that. You get the hell out of there, right? I mean, um, I would totally be a coward. Like I would, you know, I would bail in a heartbeat. I wouldn't stay. Nothing to prove. We're Indians. So we're smart. <laughs> we're not going to fight. Men are so, dude, most men don't want to admit um, that they can't do something. Like yeah. it, it just comes down to that, man. Like, you know, have you ever heard of a man fucking say, I, I can't do that? Like, no, dude, every man, like, I could do this and I could fucking, you know, you know, fly this thing, you know, uh, and fuck a girl at the same time and fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just like. That's why, like, when the Ukraine got invaded by uh, Russia. I kept seeing these news stories of like Americans going over, like, we got to fight the Russia. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. <laughs> your country, dude. Like, why do you, why are you going over there? And you see all these Americans from like Georgia, like in yeah. Ukraine. <laughs> like, why are you, I mean, I get, you know, why. Ukraine's the good guy, but why would you put your life on the line for that? Yeah, there's different ways to do it, man. That's all I'm saying, man. You know, like like if you want to support um you know Ukraine, we're great. Um start a Facebook page or something. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Um I just want to survive, dude. Like, you know, life's uh you know difficult that is as it is, dude. Uh, I don't want to run towards danger. I don't it's not me, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're also living. I mean, look where we are. I mean, Los Angeles is just thinking. Anybody gives a shit? Think anybody's thinking about bombs out here? People thinking about TikTok videos and and uh, their Instagram, how to get more subs subscribers. Nobody's thinking about like we're very fortunate to live in America. I mean, no question. 
let me ask you a question, dude. This might be an unfair question. Um, but if you were just walking down the street, I know you take walks on sunset at night. And um, if you saw fucking like three dudes, uh, you know, with guns and shit holding up uh, some guy kind of beating him up. Um, would you try to stop it? No. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, if yeah, it, I wouldn't either. If it was one person, uh, yeah, I could. I'm not gonna do three people. What, what am I gonna do? Like honestly, yeah. like they could easily jump on me, and I'd, I'd be powerless. Yeah. There's a misconception that you can, you know, fight two people, three people at the same time. That's ridiculous. Actually, I did see a CVS get looted when the riots were happening uh, over pandemic, and you know, I saw these guys just start smashing the windows. What am I gonna do, guys? Guys, yeah. let's stop here. I was like, this is great. Let's keep walking. Like there was, I'm, I'm not a hero. I'm not going to do anything. I'll call 911. That's the best case scenario. But if I saw somebody get jumped, I mean, there's no reason to, uh, I don't know. If it was like a female, maybe I would. If it was like a female or something or a kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's something that you can do, right? Like you could try to scare the people away and stuff. And, uh, you know, yeah. Um, um, yeah, like if it was a girl, you know, maybe I'd grab like, uh, you know, a stick or something and try to, uh, you know, but if they had guns, you, you, you're really powerless. But uh, but this like um, every guy I meet is just uh, um, to this question, they would say, fuck, yeah, man, I'm going to go over there and beat their ass. And I'm just like, you guys got to stop it with this nonsense, dude. Every guy thinks they can beat up every fucking guy, dude. I think I shot a sketch of this once and this guy like sees other like this dude like robbing this chick. So he like stops the car and like. Instead of helping the girl, he like helps the guy. He's like, grab the purse too. <laughs> <laughs> he like sees the situation as opportunity. Uh, uh well, fucking glad. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we established. <laughs> We're both uh, going to hell. It's great. Yeah, I want no part. I mean, look, I'm just not a violent guy, dude. I just don't want violence. Um, but yeah, if, if there's something that I can do. Where like you know we can all be safe. Ah, fine, man. But um, well, I mean that's a whole other conversation of like gun control. Because in Florida, man, I swear people are armed there. Like if if they saw somebody like robbing someone, you will get shot. I swear, man. Like I if I was a robber or a criminal, I would not do anything in Florida. At least one out of three people there are armed, and they will shoot you. Even in Texas, <laughs> seriously, you don't want to mess around in Florida. Like they will have no hesitation of shooting you in the head uh because i mean and you know it's florida it's it's their right yeah no dude uh, i think that's a good deterrent um yeah as long as people are abiding by the laws man um it's fine with me man but anyway so guys go out and get your guns uh thanks for watching <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for watching and don't forget to subscribe to this channel like i'll see you later uh, all right man thanks guys later see you